0: It's undeniable that church is changing because of our relationship to technology. At Faithlife, we have a front row seat to that change as it unfolds across thousands of churches of all traditions and sizes, because we use technology to equip the church to grow in the light of the Bible. My name is Kristen Tete, and I make things here at Faithlife because ministry is in my blood. I'm a millennial, but don't turn off the podcast. It just means I'm a digital native, so I can help you. Technology is a tool but a tool without a purpose is useless. So in the Equipping the Church podcast, we'll not only teach you how to use some of the technology you might already have, we'll help you apply what you learn to your context. If your church is like most churches, you've juggled multiple social media accounts because you want to be where people are. You want to connect with those who attend your church and those who might consider a visit. But let's be honest, social media can be pretty overwhelming. Which platforms do you use? What kind of content do you post and how often? To clear up the confusion, today we have Ashley Akupchik, who specializes in social advertising here at Faith Life. She is a woman of many talents and moonlights as a freelance journalist, among other things. We also have the pleasure of hearing from a familiar voice to this community, Amber Smith. She co-produces this podcast and also happens to be Faith Life's social media strategist. Welcome Amber and Ashley. Thank
1: you Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Well you two are like the A team right yeah. you have to your name has to start with an A in order to work in social here at Faith life.
1: let's let's start this off
0: um, with a, a pretty simple concept. do you think social media is important? a church to have
2: yeah i think that social media is super important for a church to have because social media is pretty much everywhere at this point you will find almost every brand church business on social media um it's a great way for you to interact with the people who are going to your church Uh, most people have email most people can get you know updates um They can hear from your church by visiting your website, but social media is just another outlet that you can use that you can communicate with your congregants and, Um, it's once you get down some of the basic tips and ways to use it, it's not super hard to use. And so I think that everybody can be a part of it if they want to be.
1: So how should a church decide which platform is best to use? It really depends on what your goals are. And generally speaking, Facebook is where a lot of churches are finding solid ground on social Facebook is still the most popular social channel out there these days. It's also the number one most downloaded app in the entire world. So Facebook groups are particularly great for building community and continuing to foster conversations among your congregants Um, and Facebook pages are great for showing up in search results and providing information about service times and other events that are happening and speaking of events, Facebook events are a really easy and great way to send invites and allow people to share with their social circles about upcoming events in a way that most people these days are familiar with. You should also check out Faith Life groups. We're really working hard to ensure that you can build a community there that has additional features, like the capability to add group Bible studies and devotional, um devotionals and discussions. And it also interacts with Uh, the suite of faith life products. So faith life equip proclaim. So if your church team is already using that, it's a great way to continue to have everybody on the same platform and part of the same conversation.
2: I would also add on that Instagram is probably the second most popular tool for people to use on social media within churches, because it's so versatile. You can, you can make it really fun. So you can do stories, you can add, you know, text, gifts, music, polls, whatever you want to do with it. Um, and I have found that churches who have pretty robust youth groups love using Instagram because it, everybody in the youth group is excited to use it or see themselves featured on it. That's another great platform to use. And I also want to encourage you to just remember that you don't have to start with everything at once. If you want to get working on your social media strategy, feel free to start with just Facebook or Facebook and Instagram. Don't feel like you have to be on all of them just to begin with.
0: So one of the key things uh, that uh, social media platforms have done is they've monetized their platforms, and mm-hmm. paid advertising is a huge part of how social media works now. Of course, that's not how Faith Life does it. We it's not pay to play here. Um, but if you are using Facebook and uh, and Instagram, do you have to pay advertising in order for your content to be seen?
1: So I'm going to speak to Facebook because they're the platform that's in the news for this right now. They're the platform that is making the most changes for this. Generally speaking, a Facebook page is only reaching 1% to 6% of your audience right now if you're not putting money behind a post. So what I generally recommend for churches is that for services such as Christmas or Easter, where you're looking to reach new people or people who don't regularly attend services— That's where you want to consider putting a budget. So that's where, you know, even $20 can go such a long way in just expanding your network on social, particularly with Facebook. Um, I also recommend looking into social advertising when you're planting a church or expanding your church to a new location, um, especially because you can geo-target and make sure that you're reaching people within a specified range from your physical church location.
0: Okay, so as churches are thinking about their budgets, I mean, you gave that guidance of $20 to boost a post around Christmas or Easter. Do you have any general guidance for a church that's interested to invest some
1: in social media about how much they should consider annually budgeting for social media? It really depends on the church. So there's not really a right way to do it. And really with anything that we're gonna talk about today, there's there's no right way to do it. Um, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram are really great at giving you tools on their platform to ensure that you know what you're getting for what you're spending. So there's, you know, when you're setting up an ad, you can plug in, okay, I have a budget of $20 and they'll tell you that's going to reach this amount of people. That's going to reach this amount of people in this area. So you can use it to determine from there, okay, this is enough people. This is enough for what we want or we can add more, we can take out budget, you know, really just kind of play around with it and see what works and what doesn't work. So
0: let's switch over to how you make content. Churches spend quite a bit of time making content that, uh, you know, relates to the people that they're trying to reach. So I'd love to know from both of you, what are some of the tools that you like to use as you're making content?
2: There's tons of tools out there and most everything has a free option if you want to test it out and play with it. And the reason why I would recommend that you do that is because if you can use them, then that allows you to free up your time so that you can spend actually engaging with your community on social media. And I think Ashley would agree that that is the whole point of social media is that you can engage with the people who are talking to you on it. Absolutely. So I can't emphasize this enough. Social media does not need to be a one-way conversation. It should be a two-way conversation, which is the meaning of the word conversation. So I would really hope that you feel like you have the time and ability to talk to the people that are reaching out to you on your channels. And the reason why these tools and resources are super helpful is because it gives you the time to do that. And so one of the tools that we use is Hootsuite, which is a scheduling platform and that's super helpful because you can take the content that you create for your channels ahead of time and put it into this platform and it schedules them for you so that you don't have to worry about them anymore. And then you have the time, as I mentioned, to go and respond to the people who are reaching out to you. Um, another uh, tool that you can use is Canva, which, is, which has a free version and that's helpful for creating images. So if you want to upload your uh, images, your fonts, Um, You can pull from graphics that they have on there and you can create images that you can post to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And then another resource for you is ProMedia, which is Faithlife's repository of more than 15,000 stills and motion graphics that are for you to use however you would like. And it just gives you a, a wide range of options for how to create engaging content for your users. An additional
1: resource that you might not think about right off the bat is building a support team for your social managers. So whether that's one person managing your social or multiple people, I still encourage you to pull together a team of people around your church community who can help you respond to and answer questions about topics that you might not personally have the answers to. So whether that be a theological question that your pastor can help explore further or something on the logistical side, like where is this event happening? What time do I need to be there? How many chairs do we need to set up? Knowing who to turn to to get the answers is really important to continue conversations promptly. I also want to add that it's okay not to have the answer But when that happens, I encourage you to make sure to follow up with that person. You want to make sure that they still know that they're a valuable part of the community Mm -hmm. because you took the time to come back to them with a personalized response.
0: Yeah, that's good. So tell me in your professional opinion, what are two things you advise churches do to engage their congregants on social media?
1: I think the the first and foremost one for me is just tell them about your social pages, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. make sure that it's in your bulletin that your pastor mentions it during announcements, whatever that looks like for your church, get the word out there, know or encourage them to know that they can come to you and talk to you and, and ask questions and get answers and really be a part of the online community just as they are in person when they show up on Sundays. And then I think another really great way to, Kind of kick off your content for social is to follow up with weekly sermon topics. So create content that really centers around what your pastor has talked about and what your congregation is already thinking about. So whether you're posting verse art from the, the passages that they mentioned on Sunday, or you're creating polls or questions or trivia or something that people can have conversations about or you know, starting devotionals or kicking off a, a Bible study group, whatever it looks like for your church, um, keep it front of mind and center of heart throughout the week on social. What would you add to that, Amber?
2: I would add a couple really simple things that you could do today, which would be to go and look at your social accounts that you already have and make sure all the information on there is correct yes. Yes. and Great point. consistent <laughs> across. So look to make sure that you have your address on there, the contact information, Who's the pastor? If you want to add your church's values, that's great too. Um, What else should you add? Oh, service time. People need to know when to show up.
0: Mm -hmm. So very
2: important. Just make sure that's consistent across any accounts that you currently are running. Second piece of advice would just be to make sure that you're consistent in terms of what your image is and the name of your church. I don't know why you would have two different names, but you never know. You just want to make sure that it says exactly what the title of your church is. And it's the same picture or logo so that people know to start recognizing it if they're coming across it on Instagram or Facebook.
0: That's good. That's good. So in your work, you see how people use social media every day. And there are some churches who have this social media thing down. What's the one thing about social media that you hope churches take away from our conversation today?
1: Social media is an energy exchange. So it's a continual conversation between you and your congregants. You're there to engage with your congregants outside of the four walls of your church building. So to really drive that community building aspect, which is really the focus of social for churches, just keep in mind the concept of being conversational. So make sure that the tone that you're using, the visuals you're putting out there on your channels are really what you want your community to be built on. Your social channels are there to help your church grow and to help your church's congregants grow as well. You'll make mistakes. People will be critical of things you post. How you respond and your willingness to continue to have conversations is really crucial here. So don't shy away from tough topics. Don't shut people down who come across as aggressive or really passionate. Um, You don't know their story. So be gracious and invite them to continue the conversation with you.
2: Yeah, I would agree that you don't want to shy away from tough topics because that's what church is. It's an open space. Anything goes. uh, You want your social media to feel like a safe place for people to ask their questions and for those to be received. Um, And one quick tip, if you do receive a really tough question, that would be better uh, talked through over coffee Feel free to respond on social and say, hey, like we, we we receive your question or your comment. We see you. But if you would like to talk about this further, I'd love to take you out to coffee. But that way they are still engaged with and other people who come to your pages will see, oh, they do take this seriously. They want to talk to us. They want us to feel understood and they want to help us grow. And I think that's just the best thing you can offer people on your social media pages or any, any platform that's engaging with people who are coming to your church or visiting.
1: Yes. And I think a common misconception is that social media is only online. So to Amber's point, invite people to continue the conversation offline because community doesn't have to just be mm-hmm. on a computer or at church. Mm-hmm. It's the same community. It's mm-hmm. just different ways of reaching them. Well, thank you so much for your time.
0: We really appreciate the knowledge that you shared with everybody who's listening today. At Faithlife, we regularly publish tools and resources to help local churches. So check out our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, faithlife.com, where you can search for the Faithlife group. Does your church have a social media plan? If so, share it with our Equipping the Church community. You can do that by going to faithlife.com slash E-T-C podcast.
2: I want to talk you through a simple strategy to sharing about your church on social media, which is adapted from an article I read in the Ministry Team magazine. The short and sweet of it is that you can break content down into three perspectives, he, me, and we. The first is he, which means, as you can probably guess, sharing content that is explicitly about Jesus. If you are hesitant to do this because you're worried about being too aggressive, that is totally normal, but it is also important to share content that is core to your church's DNA. An example of this could be sharing the testimony of somebody at your church or the meaning of a verse that your church has been studying or even some application questions from the previous week's sermon. The second perspective is me, which is about giving the visitor to your social media pages, the transparency that they are looking for. Give visitors the nitty gritty details. What are your church's demographics? What are your church services like? Don't hold back on showing who you are so that they can see themselves becoming a part of this community. The third perspective is we, meaning content should be focused on the congregation as a whole. Show how your church engages with the community. What does it do outside of the Sunday morning service? For example, do you have a food bank or lead worship at a retirement community? Share pictures of this work that you are doing on your social media pages. And while you're at it, we would also like to see those pictures. So share them with us on the Equipping the Church Faith Life group at faithlife.com slash etc podcast. And if you would like to read the full article, subscribe at ministryteam.com etc. John
0: Medina, the brain researcher who wrote the book Brain Rules, says that if you hear a piece of information, three days later, you'll remember 10% of what you heard. But there's one simple action you can take to boost your memory so you remember 65% of that info three days later. What's that action? Seeing a picture that reinforces what you're hearing. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words. If you've used social media for any length of time, you know that the right image can stop a mindless scroll and make you pay attention to its message. So before you post to social media, think through how you can turn your worship set list or an event announcement into an image. One way you can do that is by using stock photography. Here at Faithlife, we have ProMedia, which is our library of more than 15,000 still and motion graphics. If you use Faithlife Proclaim or Life Sermons, you might be familiar with ProMedia because it's likely what you use to help your church visually connect with your sermon and announcement slides. And ProMedia doesn't have boring graphics. It's constantly updated by our Life creatives who are a team of totally brilliant designers. You'll find graphics for Mother's Day, church picnics, vacation Bible school, communion, if it's important to the church, it's important to us. What people often don't know is that you can export those slides as images and post them to your social media profiles. In order to do that, open up Faithlife Proclaim and start creating a slide. One of the powerful things about Proclaim is that it's not just a presentation tool, it's also a design tool. If you want to know how to create a background in Proclaim, you can find some tips in our Faithlife Help Center at faithlife.com help. Once you've designed your image, all you have to do is remember to right-click on that image or that slide. Click on the word share and then hit selected item. From there, choose your social platform, be it Faithlife or Twitter or Facebook and post away. If you already have Faithlife Proclaim and ProMedia, I'd love for you to make an image and share and post it to our Faithlife group at faithlife.com slash etc podcast. The equipping the church team and community would love to see your work. If you don't have Proclaim and ProMedia, you can try it out for free for the first month by going to the link fl.vu slash proclaimetc. That's F L dot V U slash P-R-O-C-L-A-I-M-E-T-C. Happy posting. Today's podcast was brought to you by Faith Life and co-produced by Amber Smith and me, Kristen Tete. Our audio technician is Jack Underwood. To subscribe and learn more about how to equip your church, go to faithlife.com podcasts etc. If this is useful to you, take a moment to rate and review the Equipping the Church podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. While you're there, give us your ideas for future episodes. And as always, we love hearing your stories. So share them with us at faithlife.com slash etc podcast. Thanks for spending your time with us today. Blessings to you in your ministry.